Insect, a French mission-driven agri-tech company, has been given the green light from EFSA, the European Food Safety Authority, for the use of the Lester mealworm for human consumption, which is providing one solution to help tackle some of the major challenges of our time. Insects are an exciting ingredient and can be used to give a carbon-friendly and clean-label twist to bakery and snacks. We chat to Guillaume Daoulis, VP Business Development Director of Insect. Guillaume, thank you so much indeed for joining me today. Insects have been consumed by various communities for eons. What is Insect aiming to achieve? Well, actually, you're right. Uh, insect uh, has been reared around the world for decades and centuries, especially in Asia, West Africa, or Mexico. What, what we do at Insect is kind of different. We scale up the production of the insect and we take the best from the insect. Um, not any insect. Today we do the mealworm. So mm -hmm. what we do is we have a fully automated process and we have the capacity to produce a very stable uh, product coming from this insect. So we do protein, lipids, but also fertilizer for plant usable in organic crop. So what we do is take clearly scanning up and taking the best from the from the insect. The biggest barrier is the so-called icky factor. How <laughs> are you tackling this? Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a common question, and thank you for that. Uh, actually, you're right. There is sometimes the icky factors. Also, we do a lot of uh, consumer surveys and we see that this icky factors is declining years after years. So it's very good news for all of us. Uh, we uh -huh. see that especially in Europe and in the US. So on these icky factors, what you can see is uh, usually there is three uh, parameters on which you can work to reduce these icky factors. The first right. one is uh, the danger, the danger feeling. Uh, what you can do to reduce this danger linked to the unknown. Uh, you just need to be very transparent in the way you produce uh, your new ingredients, in our case, mealworm. So you need okay. to be transparent about the process, how you rear them, how you feed them, how you slaughter them, and what is about this new ingredient. The second point is the disgust. Uh, sometimes people don't like to see an animal uh, with six legs. It's weird. So. It goes because actually we don't do that. We don't do wool insect. What we do is a powder. So we do protein and we don't sell any uh, wool insect like the, the one you can see in the Bangkok market or this kind okay. of insect. Nothing right. to do with that. We do a powder that you can mix with other ingredients. And the last point is the aversion, uh, something linked to the unknown again. When you try something new, it sounds a bit weird. You can mix this ingredient with known foods such as cranberry, chocolate, or peanuts. And this uh -huh. is what we do in a bar or shakers, for example. And when people think about this known food, they they feel much more comfortable. So we have many ways to work on these icky factors, and, and we see that it's declining years after years. Insects are definitely seen as the answer to future food challenges, but can you tell me your take on this? Yes, um, sure. Actually, I wouldn't say insect is the answer, but more okay. one, 
one answer. You can see on the market many new solutions and all of them, uh, you, you can take a good part from all of them. Uh, you see, you know, um, bacteria, fungi, um, uh, um, single cell, or this kind of uh, new ingredients. So the solution is not only for insects, coming from insects, but from other uh, alternative um, protein. The, 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 the challenge is very clear. We need to produce 70% more protein by 2050 if we want to, to, to feed 9 billion people, but we only have 5% of arable land. So we need to produce with more intelligence, uh, with um, less land, and with uh, uh, um, uh, the lowest impact as possible. And this is what we do with uh, with uh, insect. And we need also to answer uh, the health issue. And this is also what we do. We not we're not only producing uh, new protein in high quantity, but we do high quality protein. We address the mm -hmm. premium market. This is what we have shown, for example, with our um, uh, publication uh, about the cholesterol reduction in the plasma and liver or the muscle gain compared to milk protein, etc. So this is how we, we answer uh, the future of food challenge. Your statements are backed up by research. Can you tell us more? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So what, what would we what will we do? Um, is we compare our ingredients, protein, lipid, etc. But let's talk about protein to other conventional ingredients, and we always do that when we go on the markets. Um, the more recent uh, studies we have done was about the cholesterol content. Uh, we did that in Gießen University, sorry, in um, in uh, Germany, and okay. we show that compared to casein, which is a milk protein we have the capacity to reduce the cholesterol content by 60% in the liver and the, and the plasma. We also did that in, um, in Maastricht University. We compared milk protein to insect protein, the mealworm protein. And what we found okay. out is that there is no difference in terms of digestibility. And there is no difference as well in terms of muscle gain uh compared to 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 casein and what is very interesting is on this study we show that as well that when we combine uh um, this diet with effort during sport for example the muscle gain is even better with insect protein compared to milk protein knowing that milk protein is a golden standard in sport nutrition so it's a very good um good uh, uh, news for all of us and this publication has been published in the american journal of clinical nutrition so this okay. is um, yeah all of our statements are backed by research fantastic yeah you mentioned the mealworm and this has become the fourth insect to receive mm -hmm. a positive assessment by the european food safety authority for human consumption mm -hmm. firstly what is the lesser mealworm and what does this certification mean for you yeah indeed uh, a few insect uh, world insect has um, got the green light from the efsa a few months uh, ago mm -hmm. and um, this is what we did actually uh, so with our insect the laser mealworm um, or yeah, the ground in, uh, greened sorry um, uh, laser mealworm so it's a very good news for, for us because it means that we can go in all Europe to sell our ingredients for food applications such as bars or shakers or burgers or okay. meatball or whatever. And and um, 
this the next step will be uh, to get the green light from the um, European Commission. But the most mm -hmm. important part is from far the green light from the EFSA because this is a scientific proof that our ingredient is safe for consumption for human consumption. So um, this is a this is a big right. step for for us at Insect clearly. Absolutely. So what is the laser mealworm? So the laser mealworm is actually uh, the larvae of uh, a beetle. Uh, it's a, it's a small larvae, like one centimeters long. It's slightly um, white yellow, and it contains all essential amino acids, which are very interesting for human nutrition, especially sport nutrition. It's very rich in protein. Uh, what we do is more than 70% protein content powder, and it's an insect very interesting as well because it's uh, a non-flying insect, which is, make it very um, suitable for um, scaling scaling up the production. Um, you you could imagine like if it uh, if we had a flying insect, it would be kind of complicating to to scale up and to rear this insect. But this one is a non-flying insect, so we can use it in a vertical farming. We can rear in a vertical farming and save a lot of space. Uh, use a few uh, a few land and produce a lot with this insect. Mm -hmm. And also, this insect is very close to a previous insect, the first one we are we used to 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 rear called the Tenebrio molitor, or the yellow mealworm. And this right. one, are, the both insects are very, very close. So it's uh, very relevant for us to, to breed these two uh, insects in terms of quality and scalability potentiality. Yeah. Why the switch to the lesser? So it's not it's not a switch, actually. It's a new one. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's just um, the idea is to extend our portfolio. And we have two very compatible ingredients, two compatible insects, and we can just take the best from both insects. So we have various markets to address. We have human food, as we're talking about today, but we also have animal feed. We also right. have plant and soil fertilization. And what we do is just taking the best from both insects for the most relevant markets. My readership are the bakery and snack sectors. Mm -hmm. How can the lesser mealworm benefit these two specific industries? So it's it's um, what, what we do from the lesser mealworm is we get this uh, the, the, the protein. So we have a powder and we can integrate this powder in um, ingredients uh, in products, sorry, such as, uh, as you say, the bakery or, or snack. This ingredient is perfect is perfect for this kind of uh, products because we can mix it as a powder with other interesting ingredients such as um, I don't know uh, um, uh, soy protein or or, uh -huh. or nuts or cranberry and it's very easy to make uh, bar this is why we address uh, snack sectors and in terms of bakery we can also improve the protein content in bread or uh, in biscuits, or this kind of stuff. So we can also address not only the sport nutrition, but also the lifestyle users um, looking closely at their uh, diets and at the origin of the ingredients they are eating. So um, it's bakery snacking, but also meat analog, such as uh, burgers or meatball or sausage, various final products, actually. Would it be able to fit into other claims like clean label or high in fiber? Yes, actually, uh, the, the, the ingredient we have, um, talking about the protein, we have a very high amount of protein in the powder we sell, more than 70%. So it's a concentrate in protein. So we could have this kind of labels. And above the health claim we have, we also have the labels 
of the environmental and the, sorry environmental and social impacts such as the B Corp. Yes. We got mm -hmm. the B Corp label um, uh, more than uh, one year ago, two years ago, and and this is um, serious proof of the engagement of our company uh, in terms of social and environmental impact. Uh, so actually, the farm we are building right now, the large scale farm farm we are building in the north part of France, close to Paris and our from Paris, uh -huh. will be the, the biggest uh, insect vertical farm in the world. And it will be labeled B Corp. And it will be um, the first um, carbon negative um, farm. What I mean by carbon negative, of course, we will emit carbon. It's uh, it's it's uh, logical, but what I mean is when we substitute uh, conventional ingredients by our ingredients, insect ingredients, uh, the balance of carbon emission goes below uh, zero. Plus, with the fertilizer we produce, uh, we can store atmospheric carbon into the soil because it's a very very rich. Um, uh, organic matters, the fertilizer we're producing, and has the capacity to absorb the carbon from atmosphere into the soil. So this is why we are below zero in terms of carbon uh, emission if we take into account our client and our supplier. So it's a very holistic uh, calculation. Tell me more about Insect. Uh, so the company has been set up in 2011. So Many things change in 10 years, actually. Uh, today, we are more than 300 uh, people in the company. Mm -hmm. We have a pilot factory uh, in Dole, in the east part of France, between Paris and, um, and Lyon, in Bourgogne, which is, by the way, a very nice place for wine tasting. <laughs> and and uh, we also have a pilot factory in Netherlands, since we acquired the company Protifarm uh, in 2021. Um, uh, which was already in the food uh, food application, by the way. This is how we reinforce our position on the food market. And right now we are building uh, our first commercial scale farm called Infarm, with a Y, in uh, Picardy, uh, now from Paris, between Amiens and Paris. And right. this farm, this farm, sorry, will produce 200,000 tons of ingredients, including protein, lipids, fertilizer, hydrolysate, etc., addressing the whole market, not only um, the whole uh, uh, food market, not only human food, but also plant and soil fertilization, pet food, aquafeed, such as fish and shrimp, um, etc. So we go, clearly we go from, from, from farm to fork and we address the all um, food, uh, food and feed markets. Getting back to EFSA's provisional green light, is it still provisional? Uh, actually, when yeah, it's it's when we say provisional, it's just the um, the the answer before the return of the, the European Commission. So the EFSA gave the green light, it's called provisional, because we need to have the green light as well from the European Commission before going to the market. So ah, it's, okay. it's usually the answer comes seven months after the EFSA's um, green light, uh, but it's it's uh, clearly on the right track. And the most important uh, uh, answer for us is clearly coming from the EFSA, because it's, it's showing that we will, Go on the markets in a few months. How will this change the company's production? Well, well it, it's it's it changed a lot actually because 
um, today for human food application. If you don't have the green light from the EFSA and the European Commission, uh, you can you cannot go on the market in Europe because your product is considered as a novel food. Novel food means that it's a product that hasn't been consumed before 1997 in Europe regularly by people uh, like that we can see in Mexico or in uh, in Thailand, for example. This is not the case in Europe. So we have a novel food and we need to prove that it's safe for for human consumption. So now we have this green light, we can address whole Europe. A few countries actually uh, had some um, tolerance period and we were able to sell uh, so far actually in few countries such as Germany, uh, Denmark uh, or uh, Finland, this kind of uh, country where the tolerance was very high. In France, for example, the, the, it was a no-go. Uh, so now with this green light, we can address the whole Europe. So the market is clearly opening for us, getting much bigger. And it's also a very good step before going to the American markets, because we clearly want to go in the US and Canada, where the market okay. is also very interesting for, for us at Insect. Insect has another hero protein called Molitor mealworms. How different is this to the lesser and the yellow? Yes, indeed. The Penebrio molitor, uh, called the yellow mealworm, uh, is the historic insect we grow uh, at uh, at insect. Uh, when we started the company, we compared many insects, uh, black silverfly, cricket, locust, mealworm, and we found out that mealworm was the best in terms of quality, because we want mm -hmm. to address the premium market, but also in terms of scalability. And the difference between molitor and leather mealworm is very is very small actually. Uh, they are very close um, okay. on the in terms of uh, species. Uh, they look kind of the same. The leather mealworm is smaller compared to the to the monitor. Uh, three times smaller. It grows faster as well. Uh, but in terms of quality, it's very close. In both insects, in both mealworm, the monitor and the leather mealworm, we have all essential amino acid. We have high high amount of protein. Um, we can valorize the frass. The frass is insect uh, manure uh, as an organic fertilizer. So they are very close. The difference is more in the process, in the size, and in the life cycle. Getting back to your previous answer, is the US your ultimate market? Well, actually, uh, U.S. is very interesting market for sure, and we are going in the U.S. Uh, as a next step, uh, definitely. Um, the three main area in the world uh, which are very interesting for us at Insect are Europe, Northern America, and Southeast Asia and East Asia. Uh, why we want to go there is because we have the feedstock to feed our insect. We use byproduct from agriculture, such mm -hmm. as wheat, wheat bran, for example. Okay. And uh, we also have in the three area of the world uh, our clients, not only for human food, but also for pet food, for aquaculture. Pet food will be more in the US. Human food will be in Europe and US. Aquaculture will be more in Asia. Fertilization will be everywhere on the, around the world, especially now where we need uh, new sources of uh, organic fertilizer uh, during uh, the, the, the crisis we are going through. Right. So it's 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 where we intend to go. So U.S. is part of the market we are going definitely.
Considering the food landscape at the moment and the crises the entire mm-hmm. world is going through and the runaway inflation and the wheat shortage and mm-hmm. the food insecurity, mm-hmm. how do you see the landscape evolving over the next decade? And are we on track to bring in insects? Yeah, actually, I'm, I'm very... Um optimistic uh, on, on the next uh, decade. We see many, many new solutions popping around the world, uh, not only for protein, but also for uh, fibers, for new fertilizer, for lipids. Uh, and we can see that consumer um, has have more and more the consciousness of what they eat and where does the food come from. So I think what we need is not necessarily to to choose between one new uh, source of food, one new protein or one new lipid. It's just taking the best from all of this new way of producing um, uh, protein, lipid, fibers. Uh, I was talking about uh, single cells or uh, fungi or fungi or insects. Uh, there is good to take from all of, all of that. And we can see that vegetarian, for example, there are um, um, gaining uh, around the, the world. I mean, there are uh, more and more vegetarians around the world. Mm-hmm. And what is interesting is that insect can answer some of the need of vegetarians because really? some, of veg- some of vegetarians, they are vegetarians because uh, of the impact, uh, carbon impact of animals. And right. of, of course we do animals because it's insect. Also it's an invertebrate animals. It's not like uh, uh, almonds, like a, a uh, a piglet or, or or chicken or whatever it's it's um it's it's an animal or it's an alternative protein uh, with the quality of an animal protein but with the impact of uh, of a vegetable protein so this okay. is where we, we we have good hope for the future this is where we need to move forwards we need to keep the quality of the protein we have and reduce reduce the carbon impact of this new way of producing um, uh, alternative ingredients. Rounding up, what is your mission and what is the takeaway message you want to get across? Insect is not only a solution for for better human health, but more um, holistic solution for plants, soil, animals, uh, human, uh, so we are addressing a solution from farm to fork with no waste. And this is where insect uh, tackles one of the biggest challenge of the next decades uh, mm-hmm. by reinventing the food chain for performance, uh, for health and for the environment.